morning and afternoon and evening. Uh, welcome to our today's session. It's about a very important topic, a very foundational topic uh, of uh, Dr. Stephen Covey's uh, legend books, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Uh, and this book introduced a lot of and various kind of concepts to the world uh, that proved to be a very popular uh, book in the business world, in the personal development field. And one of the key concept which Stephen Covey mentioned and elaborates very well and try to convince the people is uh, about the way we see, the way we perceive the things and people and behavior is the problem. And that uh, cover in the quote we, he mentioned, he often quotes, the way we see the world is the problem. Sorry, the way we see the problem is the problem. So, uh, and that is a topic for our today's. A uh, lot of people, they were, uh, telling me about uh, let's uh, learn something, uh, key ideas from the seven habits book. And then uh, we have started now a new series of key ideas from the book. And today I'm presenting and I'm trying to explain uh, the, this idea uh, that what does it mean by uh, the way we see the problem is the problem is a very vast notion, is a multi-dimensional thing, but it's originated from our paradigm. It's uh, connected with the way, how we see the things, how my world is with me, that is more, uh, more connected with it. And we will cover the whole next 30 minutes for this. Before going to this, important topic I would like to say if you haven't joined my YouTube channel there will be in description below uh, very welcome to join my YouTube channel where I make videos on personal development and spirituality along there is a blog as well which is maratibalishad.com you are also welcome to subscribe where I write also on personal development and um, uh, on very important spiritual issues as well, uh, which is related with productivity. So now from this session, what you are going to learn, it's, we will read a couple of reading uh, paragraphs from the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And also uh, there are a couple of uh, learning outcomes we will going to achieve it. And uh, like, for example, why people love to teach techniques to go ahead in their fields, in their um, next situation of the world. They want to love techniques. They want to learn quick fix and quick solution of the problem. Uh, and, to, uh, uh, and it's uh, resolution as well. Why people tend to focus on acute and the pain that we also going to learn. 
So also there is a problem between boss and the employee and the boss also feels very um, uh, insecurity uh, from his or her employees uh, because they have been disloyal with the boss and the company many times. Why this happen as well? This notion, the problem, the way we see the problem is the problem also connect that if boss try to reward or uh, do some sort of punish, punishing the employee, how this will resolve the problem in the offices at the workplace. That is also with it as well. Uh, many people, they don't feel uh, peace and comfortable uh, and become happy even though they work very hard every day. Uh, and uh, at the end, they, uh, they're not following their passion. At the end, uh, they have money, but they don't have uh, a delightfulness, serenity, and love, um, and, and true happiness as well. Why it is that? Also, there is a two type of approach for getting the success in our world. One is a quick fix success or quick way of getting success. We often call it smart way of success, uh, of uh, being successful. And other is a proper way of successful. What is the difference and uh, how does it relate with today's topic? Last but not the least is about uh, people often uh, learn their techniques for short-term goals and uh, they often neglect or avoid to have a long-term and more everlasting impactful results um, in personal or also in office or in family uh, orientation if they are uh, interacting with one of these areas of life, but they are not able to make long-term results. Therefore, uh, they will remain unhappy, sad, angry, aggressive, living a mediocre life. So we will try to find the answer of these questions, which I mentioned from today's uh, uh, important uh, key idea from the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Uh, there are four, five paragraphs from the book and uh, our Zoom audience and myself, we will uh, read all together and we will try to pick a couple of sentences and uh, further key uh, reasons why people are not able to see the things as, uh, as in a different dimension, but they see the problem uh, in a negative way, in an incorrect way, with faulty paradigms uh, on wh why it is. So this is a part one uh, because it's a, it's a vast topic. So I will cover this, this idea and related important topics in two, three episodes. So today is a part one for this uh, important. We will try to understand why people uh, have the problem in their faulty thought pattern thinking or perception, uh, faulty perception and incorrect paradigms. And then whatever they will re receive or they will interact with other relationships uh, as a, to the wife or to the husband or to the children 
to the employee, co-worker, boss, and in, in public life, in other public life as well, they are failed. And uh, this is the greatest uh, dilemma in our today's present modern world. Mostly people, they, uh, they learn, uh, how do you do it? Obviously, and they often ask other people, how you did this? How, what, is, what are the techniques you achieve this? For example, if somebody is a successful businessman, we go to that person and we approach them and ask, how did you become the businessman or business lady? Uh, and we want to learn quick techniques and we want to implement in our, uh, in our life. The same thing if we see, if we admire a family-oriented person, uh, a girl or a boy, a man or lady, and then we try to learn uh, quickly that what are the quick techniques to become a great in relationships. So, and the same thing if somebody is becoming a millionaire or a, a rich person, then we try to take a couple of quick uh, tips and hints to become a rich. So this attitude is a problem for many people, they, why they are not successful. And this is the dilemma in today's world. Uh, and they change their own personal life on a cosmetic level. Yeah, and for example, if I have a headache, then I will take a dyspareunia and I will feel little relaxed, but it's for temporarily for a couple of hours. The same thing if I'm un unhappy, uh, my life has a, a huge gap in different dimensions, then I will try to take what Stephen Covey call it, social aspirin and make myself happy temporarily. Yeah, so, and obviously this is a very temporarily solution because the way we see the problem is the problem. The, our perception is actually the biggest uh, problem and perception is formed based on your background experiences, your nurturing, your worldview, which you used be, you had been in your previous life in your past and from that uh, past lens you want to see your future and uh, obviously uh, that will be create a very unpredictable and insecure future because of that thinking so so let's see uh, let's try to learn from the paragraph um, and uh, what we see how the Stephen Covey uh, described this. So if you are watching me on uh, Facebook Live, then you also can join us on Zoom. There is a link on Zoom uh, and you can see my share screen and you can read uh, as quick text uh, in more interactive uh, way as well. So I would ask uh, uh, Jenny if she can start the reading and then we will further go. 
The way we see the problem is the problem. People are intrigued when they see good things happening in the lives of individuals, families, and organizations that are based on solid principles. They admire such personal strength and maturity, such family unity and teamwork, such adaptive synergistic organizational culture. And their immediate request is very revealing of their basic paradigm. How do you do it? Teach me the techniques. What they're really saying is, give me some quick fix advice or solution that will relieve the pain in my own situation. They will find people who will meet their wants and teach these things. And for a short time, skills and techniques may appear to work. They may eliminate some of the cosmetic or acute problems through social aspirin and band-aids. Thank you, it's a great reading. So uh, these are the things which uh, I just already mentioned uh, in a briefly way. So let's have a look in, in more uh, close up. Uh, what, what does it mean that? For example, if you are overweight and mostly uh, in our world, uh, people are conscious about body weight uh, more or, or our obesity uh, situation. So now there are two, three approaches you can do. One is a very quick fix. You go to any clinic and make a surgery and pay them heavy money and uh, just uh, they will take out old fat and through different techniques and make you slim and then absolutely you got the success. The other solution is you will make the changes in your lifestyle, not only in thinking pattern, but also in uh, choosing the wise nutrition, doing the exercise uh, regularly and persistent uh, in a persistent way, and also the other uh, way of techniques, how you will make your body more uh, in a good shape. Or you can go to gym as well. So this, so this is the second approach. Now the quick fix, which is the first approach, do you think that the is your goal to become a slim or is your goal to become, to achieve the peace in your life? So if you are changing in the fundamental level of your lifestyle and how you will get ultimate or true happiness and success as well. If you, you are thinking that only you, once you will become slim, you will become happy that thought is actually the faulty thought itself. But if you think that, that you, after becoming slim, you will achieve a lot of other things on the fundamentally in your life, that is the ultimate and the right uh, thinking and feelings in your, in your life. So that is a way how uh, you can compare the two approaches uh, and uh, we can do, uh, we can choose which is the best. But the problem is the chronic problem will remain as it is. After doing the surgery from the doctor with a heavy investment and the payment, there is a possibility that you will become again more fat because you did not work on your fundamental problem of your lifestyle or, or eating habits. So that's why the quick fix 
or the way we see the problem was the faulty problem and we have to replace with a principle centered uh, paradigms that what is a really and why i need to reduce my weight and if i work on this then my old problems will resolve for long term and then i will change my life from from the origin from the right uh, from the root and that's why this uh, notion the way we see the problem is the problem describes very very importantly so uh, also let's try to see from the boss point of view our boss in the companies in the businesses when they working with the employee mostly boss or manager or owner of the business they are in sort of frustration and insecurity because they know that their employee will not work for the company they just are working for time passing moaning gossips backbiting leg pulling uh, and even if i go uh, for my holiday one holiday then on my back on my uh, the office work will not go will go in smooth because of their uh, irresponsibility and this fear in in the own in the minds of owners that make that person uh, insecure more and that insecurity will give and emphasize that person or business owner to take some couple of task to a uh, couple of quick fix then might be your employee start to work better and many of these things he or she will try to get motivated the staff is to changing on a cosmetic level in the office maybe they will try to change the role uh, swapping the role of each other within the office maybe uh, try to increment in the salary maybe uh, try to give more some bonuses to the to the employees so they can get more motivated maybe also uh, boss try to punish some those employees who are not doing good so that he or she can set an example for the rest of the employee uh, and there are so many quick fix uh, he or she can try to do but do you think that he or she can uh, make a difference really in the office until how he or she see the problem will be the problem so that is a question that's that's a great question if any boss or in, uh, and business owner will think that how he or she needs to see things happening in the office in a different way if he or she is perceiving the things in a same way uh, traditional way obviously that employee will remain disloyal uh, employees are not uh, great uh, employees always uh, uh, do leg pulling and uh, employees will always here for just 
money or uh, taking a salary from nine to five and then uh, they don't have any emotional connectivity with their work with the company and when they will get new job uh, they will go uh, they will resign so i mean this is a huge insecurity for people and uh, obviously that's a reality as well but the great people, the great managers, the great owners of the business or entrepreneurs, they see the problems in a very different way. Then they will not see these consequences in their offices anymore. And uh, so let's try to see uh, why uh, Stephen Covey is emphasizing on this very notion as well. So he also further say uh, that the problem lies is because of personality ethics we uh, believe. Mostly we are believe, believe that the, there are certain set of techniques and quick fix. And if we do it, then the problems will be resolved. We call, uh, Stephen Covey call is uh, um, what is called personality ethics thinking and which is our temporary thinking, but everyone is practicing. For example, if I want to do the job, I want to, uh, I mean, find a job, I will find a company, I will go there, I will make, brush my proper hairs and make a, a good representation and uh, uh, certain words and sentences and fluent language confidently, confidently makeup and language I will adopt. And in the interview, I will try to emphasize or impact on that person of my personality. And then the HR manager will hire me. And then I, I got the success. Uh, no, it's not, it does not happen like this. You may get the job by doing these quick fixes or changing on a cosmetic level, but the true success and true happiness will only be possible when you will make changes on a ground level, on the root level, until you will not study uh, about your strength, your skills, and your contribution in the new company where you are applying for the job. You cannot become happy. You cannot make a big difference. Yes, temporary differences, temporary changes, uh, you can do and that's uh, because the way we see the thing the way we see the problem is the problem the way we approach uh, to achieve the success is the problem so uh, for example um, there is a quote uh, the Stephen Covey uh, spoke, uh, is writing on behalf of a manager he mentions that I have taken course after course on effective management training. I expect a lot out of my employees and I work hard to be friendly towards them and to treat them right. But I don't feel any loyalty from them. I think if I were homesick for a day, they would spend most of their time gabbing at the water fountain. Why I can't train them to be independent and responsible or find employees who can be. 
question mark and that's uh, that's the thought of that employee uh, which i mentioned already uh, and uh, you know in our office environment there is too much freedom we we have to give otherwise employee will resign you they will switch to another company that's a sense of irresponsibility is everywhere and that is destroying our uh, office culture our uh, our personal motivation and it keep us away beyond to achieving my departmental goal my organizational goal and that is a big problem for leaders who are running the companies who are running the businesses now the question is what is the solution obviously we in this part one we i'm not going to give you the solution uh, what steven covey is thinking we are just trying to understand the problem that that's we are emphasize, emphasizing today so let's try to learn uh, from the next paragraph what stephen covey is saying um, and he more uh, stephen covey focus on personality ethics because the personality ethics is a root cause of uh, not being happier in our personal life and at work as well uh, this quick fix mindset has creating a lot of problem still today that's why uh, it was pointed out in 1989 when stephen covey wrote this book the seven habit of highly effective people and why they it became popular and it calls the bible of 20th century because he pointed out the root cause of the problem at the workplace at the personal level as well and that's why the personality ethics is uh, a great concept uh, and actually is a awareness which steven covey has introduced it so let's try to learn more from the paragraph and then uh, we will go for further so uh, if jenny if you can read it please for us the personality ethics the personality ethic tells me I should make some kind of dramatic action. One, shake things up, cosmetic improvements. Two, make heads roll. That would make my employees shake, shape up, punishing. Three, and appreciate what they have on seeing good things. Four, or that I would find some motivational training program that would get them committed. Five, or even that I would hire new people that would do a better job. But is it possible that under that apparently disloyal behavior, these employees question whether I really act in their best interest? Do they feel like I'm treating them as mechanical objects? Is there some truth to that? Deep inside, is that really the way I see them? Is there a chance the way that I look at the people who work for me is part of the problem? Yeah, thank you. It's a great reading. So. that's so already i mentioned that what the leader can do but that leader is uh, is sort of not a polished leader that leader who is in formal position in the company and he or she tries to do changes or improvement on a cosmetic level like i said by uh, punishing or appreciating or giving the reward or uh, offer the heavily invested motivational training as well 
nowadays the training company like i belongs to also uh, training uh, industry uh, it's a multi millionaire or billionaire industry so it's a multi billionaire industry they but it is good for many people and some people they get huge benefit from these training but mostly people if they are not con- convicted uh, with uh, or have a conviction uh, for their personal um, connectivity with the workplace goal then these trainings are waste of money and time and that's because of personality ethics the personality ethics will not let you to learn something for everlasting and long achieving results but the problem even still in spite of this even the boss try to uh, give some command the people at at work they try that oh my boss is very authoritative and try to let pull the boss as well and making the uh, fun of the boss and uh, and uh, make the other coworker against the boss against the company's management and that's politics start and it never ends until you change the company or until the boss will hire the new person and will give that temporary leave and that's the problem will continue uh, so uh, like i said uh, these are all aspirin or dispirin quick fix if we can do that will not bring the life uh, changes in at workplace in not only in the boss or managers i uh, but on on a personal level as well you will not be able to achieve um so that that's why um steven kavi says there is so much to do but the problem is there is never enough time he further writes i feel pressured and hassles all day every day seven days a week that's a typical uh, boss has a problem that boss also says i have attended time management seminars and i have tried half a dozen different planning system they have helped me some but it still don't feel i i'm living with the happy productive peaceful life i want to live not from the employee point of view it's not he further writes that the personality ethics tells me there must be something out there some new planner or seminar that uh, will help me handle all these pressures in a more efficient way you know many boss or directors they likes to attend more seminars more training more new learning uh, and they do they invest heavily with the training company and corporations as well but they try to they try to do something different on a cosmetic level because they are not seeing the problem in the in the personal fault uh, the how he or she is perceiving about employees or the work or about the people uh, possibly lack of fault of paradigms about people negativity may that person held in the mind that is a problem 
or internal bias and grudges uh, can also make situation more worse when he or she is thinking about other employees as well because these employees may have come from different background because of the racist or racial impact or a, a polluted mind that person is trying something else and uh, the way he or she is seeing the problem is the problem so we have to look this scenario uh in a very different way he further says in the book uh, but is there a chance that the efficiency is not the answer is getting more things done in less time is going to make a difference or will it just increase the pace at which i react to the people and circumstances that seem to control my life that's the uh, feelings uh will have more importantly if we implement that idea the problem not lies in my wife or the problem is not lie in my husband the problem is possibly within me how i am perceiving my wife how i am judging my husband and that's why we don't feel um a love for each other the way we used to have for each other and therefore we when we are at the bedtime we doing uh, using the phone continuously we never make love each other we uh, never express our feelings to each other just we are more strangers now because i have lost the trust on each other because of the fault in my thinking and instead of being i i should blame myself i try to be big blame you you are responsible who are making the broken relationship with each other you are the root cause you so that problem the way i'm seeing the problem is the problem and uh, that's happened uh in lot of marriages which are uh, in divorce uh, or in separation and uh, the the person says in the book steven kavi says could there be something i need to see in a deeper more fundamental way some paradigm within myself that affects the way i see my time my life and my own nature that is a question further what is the most disaster feeling that person may have if that person does not change the way how he or she is thinking in the book steven kavi says my marriage has gone flat we don't fight or anything we just don't love each other anymore we have gone counseling we have tried a number of things but we just can't seem to rekindle the feeling we used to have why because the problem we see the problem is the problem problem does not lie there problem lies here you you are the origin of the problem because your mind is thinking that 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 he or she is a problem so that change we have to bring uh the 
the change in the thought level. So let's try to learn in the next paragraph what Stephen Covey is saying. So if I request the Jenny, if she can read it. The personality, <laughs> the personality ethic tells me there must be some new book or some new seminar where people will get all their feelings out that would help my wife understand me better. Or maybe that it's useless and only a new relationship will provide the love I need. But is it possible that my spouse isn't the real problem? Could I be empowering my spouse's weaknesses and making my life a function of the way I'm treated? Do I have some basic paradigm about my spouse, about marriage, about what love really is that is feeding the problem? Can you see how fundamentally the paradigms of the personality ethic affect the very way we see our problems as well as the way we attempt to solve them. Thank you, it's a great reading. So you see that that's the approach if you try to change to see uh, could be the best solution for you. And you, the question, the important question you can see, is it possible that my spouse is not the real problem? And uh, could I be empowering my spouse weaknesses? and making my life a function the way I am treated. It's a brilliant thought which I can, and I ask the question to myself, and that could save my uh, life because that basic paradigm about my spouse or about marriage uh, or the love uh, is the problem, and that happens. That's why many people are in extramarital relationships in the world because they think that the problem is in my wife. That's why I should go for making a new wife or a new girlfriend. Many people or girlfriends or the ladies also think the problem is in with my husband or my partner. That's why, uh, because he cannot change and he cannot respect my sentiment. That's why I'm going to make my new boyfriend and a new relationship and a new dating plan I will manipulate in my mind and that makes the situation more worse because no one is able and making the things responsible yourself because your mind is actually based on egoistic uh, paradigm blaming other because fundamental action or the thought of any ego is to blame other. You are responsible. I'm not you. And that's a scientifically also proven that the, when the problem arises and you are blaming, even the facts are telling the other person is at fault. But that problem, that is also the fundamental problem, uh, fault uh, in your thought because you are empowering the problem. You are admitting that you don't have power to change the things. You are not taking responsibility. It's absolutely like if my child is doing a wrong things in school at home, and I'm trying to blame the child. You are bad child. You are a bad girl. You are a bad uh, son or daughter. And you might, you are very naughty. You are, uh, are horrible uh, uh, child is that fault is going to resolve the issue or the if mother or dad is trying to 
rethink the situation i am responsible to making change not only in my thinking pattern about my child but also it will help my child to make a new direction where she or he can make a difference as a child that will going to be help so the problem is problem is with my mental mind my paradigm about my wife so when any person does marry uh, with any girl or any with uh, any husband you will have a set or fix i think that label or a a shape that oh husband is look like this that is a part of husband every husband is is uh, it should be like this so you have some idealistic frame about husband the same thing the husband will have a a figure an imagination about a a typical wife or a traditional wife and that should be inside that person but when they marry and live together they because of narrow mindedness they don't want to see them beyond this certain image of the wife or being a husband about each other and when the other person try to show a little different attitude or behavior then we try to see it as a offensive and we see oh hello husband don't uh, speak like this oh hello wives don't do like this i don't think you are a better wife i don't think you are a sincere husband and we try to exchange the things because of this problem so the fundamental change we need to make that we have to see that wife and the husband beyond their formal uh, labels because every person is very diverse and he or she can do lot of things than expected so when that person is doing some extraordinary things or giving you a third alternative or showing the other alternative and you when that you start to take as a offensive that you don't want to accept because you did not allow your mind to think that wife or that husband beyond the formal uh, set expectation and uh, because of these close mind or narrow mindedness we lose we lost the relationship and that's mostly ending separation or divorce if it persists more as well so that is uh, is one of the thing uh, why teen age uh, boys and girls they are rebellious often people say they are very rebellious against parents and parents don't bother to teen age girls and boys as well either because they the see they see the problem is the problem so that's how is the last thing is about uh, today's topic is about now there are two different of uh, different approaches of success one is you want to win the heart of your wife or husband there always you get the two solution one is a quick solution another is a permanent and everlasting natural solution quick solution is you can go at the top of mountain 
with effort, step by step, holding the uh, difficulties when you are going and you you facing difficulties, but you are going up and up and maybe you will fall down and then you will go again and again in a in a bad weather, in a bad climate, but still you are going. Imagine you are going on the mountain of K2 and that K2 um, mountain is most difficult mountain. But when you are going there and you are uh, conquering and winning uh, on that adventure trip and you have to admit that you will face uh, difficulties, you will there will be a lot of uh, disappointments you will have to do again and again. But eventually, your persistence, your consistency because will take you on the um, top of the roof, uh, roof of the mountain. However, the other approach, which we call a smart approach, which actually is not smart, is a faulty approach in my uh, point of view. Is Simple is that, take the helicopter and go to the Khetu mountain. And uh, that's it, you got the success. Do you see that the success, who will get the really success? Who is a truly successful person? That person who use the helicopter and go on the top of the mountain or who pay the price of each difficulties and when that person will be on the mountain, that will be the truly leader forever, isn't it? That is the problem of the thinking, that if we change the thinking pattern, we will change our life. And uh, success is not, success is not to go on the top of mountain, Success is how you are going on the mountain, top of the mountain. That is a success. The problem is, is only at the paradigm level, the thinking level. And uh, nowadays, a lot of people, they want to quick rich scheme as well, or become a quick uh, rich, invest in that business and you become a millionaire. And uh, and that their personal still unhappy. Their person, these peoples are uh, very poor in in leadership qualities. On the other hand, the person who make the million uh, dollar or the pound with hard work, with everyday planning, everyday uh, uh, hard workness uh, and action plan as well. And if that person is becoming a rich, that person is the true leader and that person can influence the millions of other people. The person who goes to the helicopter, uh, uh, with the helicopter on the top of mountain, that will not inspire anyone. But that person may be self-inspired. Oh, I'm very smart. I can go to the uh, top of the hill. Uh, um, and uh, But nobody will inspire because this is very unnatural. And that person will remain unhappy as well. The last paragraph of uh, of the things, I, I would re request Jenny if she can read it uh, just before this green. 
Whether people see it or not, many are becoming disillusioned with the empty promises of the personality ethic. As I travel around the country and work with organizations, I find that long-term thinking executives are simply turned off by psych-up psych psychology and motivational speakers who have nothing more to share than entertaining stories mingled with platitudes. They want substance. They want process. They want more than aspirin and Band-Aids. They want to solve the chronic underlying problems and focus on the principles that bring long-term results. Thank you. It's a great reading. So um, why Stephen Covey has uh, millions of followership and why he's so popular and they have very selective audience. Remember Stephen Covey, no, not everyone likes Stephen Covey because Stephen Covey tells you about effective and greatness path of success through pay the price taking the baby steps to go to the top of mountain. And many people in this world, like they want to use helicopter to go and that's it. That's it. That is uh, why there are opponent of Stephen Covey and his type of other uh, gurus in the market. Why seven habits and eight habit are so popular among the great leaders, like I belongs to uh, that uh, Facebook community where you are watching me live now. Why people loves habits and these are the principle based habits, which makes the and strike on the fundamental level, not on a superficial or on a cosmetic level of your life. Because you know that your conscious knows that this is so important that's why you are attached with that book or works of Stephen Covey. And uh, that will also heal your chronic problem of your life because you have decided to change the life, uh, not with a helicopter, but making step-by-step -step sequential developmental process you are going to change. And that is why the way we see the problem is the problem. That is the uh, main idea with Stephen Covey said. So uh, that is our today's conclusion. I will bring the new things to the next part. Um, and, uh, next part in our, uh, next week about the, how we can fix it. What the level of thinking we need to have that when we see the problem as an opportunity when we see the problem as a creative or driving force to go ahead in your life, that I will bring in next uh, part as well. If you have a question, please, or you want to share something, yeah, yeah, Jeannie, you can. You know, I feel like with the um, with the habits, it, it's like a ladder where you you start habit one and then you you go all the way through the habits. And it's such a formula for life, um, for your relationships, for your work, for everything. But the main thing, one of the main things I get out of it is the accountability to ourselves and to other people. And in the work environment, the loyalty, the, lo the, the employer misses out a lot, I think, of um, 
of the loyalty of, of the members of his organization. If people are like, oh no, I wouldn't leave this company for anything. I don't care if you paid me 20 more thousand dollars a year, you know, I would stay right here. It is so great. And, and people say, you wouldn't leave for that jump of a raise all of a sudden? Oh no, I wouldn't. And they think, well, why? I don't understand that. And it's because they have treated them so well in a growth environment that's not micromanaged or, you know, the micromanagement environment where you're not listening to your employees, you're not listening to what they have to say, they're not able to grow, they don't want to share with you because of the consequence, they don't trust you because you don't trust them. If you can't trust them, then they can't trust you. And that's all from the not listening. And, you know, as you said, in the marriages, like, let's just, for example, a wife says, I need, you know, I need more time with you. You know, she's telling you what she needs. And the man says, time, I work all the time. I give you a home. I give you, you know, everything you want. I just bought you a new car last week. What do you mean time? And you don't stop and think, okay, she's trying to tell me something, you know, that's separate. Of course she loves the cars and all of that, but she's saying something. I would like more time with you. Why not just recognize even an employee relationship as well. If employee says, I'm so tired, I'm burned out. You could say something like, you know what? Um, why don't you take a few days and with pay and, and take a break? And your employee will be like, what? <laughs> you'll say, well, yeah, if you're tired, thank you for sharing that with me. We'll run this organization just fine. We'll get some help for you. I'm glad you told me you're, you're burning out right now. We don't want that. You're a really good asset to this company. And I would like to see you go get that rest that you just told me about. Thank you. You know, that would mean so much to people instead of saying something like, well, it's a tough job. And if you can't handle it, then maybe you should work somewhere else. You know, I think our response to when people tell us what they need, we should just listen and that'll give the loyalty on both sides to us and to the employee. Absolutely. So I just wanted to share that. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great insight you share with us. Uh, absolutely. Um, this is the how this idea is so important. And um, as a boss or as a manager, you must see the things in a very different way uh, rather than see the problem um, as the problem. So leaders, they turns the problems into opportunities. And uh, for example, if a customer is complaining about your product and services, uh, and uh, if you are a traditional boss, then if you are hearing or listening the customer, you see, you will irritate and you will um, see, oh, it's a complaint, it's an everyday complaint again of, of, I want, okay, I will do some quick fix to resolve it. I will do little compensation and say, sorry, thank you very much. However, the other, the dynamic lead, leader, how if he or she is listening the complaint from the customer that he or she will not see it as a problem, but it's an opportunity to fix the, or, or to learn some new things from the customer about their product and service so that they can present more better product or service for them. So that is a power, a powerful idea. And that's a, that become a code, a fundamental code uh, for many people 
uh, uh, that the way we see the problem is the problem. Uh, and that's why the Stephen Covey's work on a fundamental way, on a paradigm level. And to, uh, next, in a part two, I will bring more stories how by changing the thing, we get uh, not only solution, but the creative solution of the new thing for lasting, everlasting changes as well. Uh, I would ask my uh, Facebook uh, reader if you can write your comment as well. I can read it for you. There are, uh, I think, Asad Nakwi, he's watching also. Uh, there is uh, Panjal uh, Majumadar, he's also watching. Uh, so you can share your thoughts as well. And uh, that's it. Uh, so quick notes uh, for today. You can note down the key points is that the people loves to follow quick fix because either they are not aware of true happiness and success road paradigm, a roadmap, or they don't want to pay price to get achieved uh, true success for long-term results. That we learn today. We also learn, this is my quote, uh, my personal quote, is success is not to go at the top of the mountain with helicopter. The true success refers to only that how you are taking step by step 